evening, everyone. So, so we did, I should have done my better a better Count Dracula voice being it's so close to uh, Halloween. <laughs> so we <laughs> did had you hit the right button. Oh, had, hang on, this button. It's recording. It's what's red. that red button? Red doing? means it's recording. Okay. The red button there means the intro is still playing. Oh, like, okay. And it's got a timer on it. It'll go for another thirty seconds. Okay. So it's kind of a waste. Like we use three seconds of it, and then right. But, but it was free, so whatever. Right. Yeah, God, we're the best. Welcome to episode 17. 17, take two. Right. Because, uh, man, we were like 20, 30 minutes in of like some pretty damn entertaining content, if I do say so myself. And I looked at the, the roadcaster here, and uh, that glorious red button was glorious <laughs> and green, which means it was not recording. I can't. I can't believe we did that. I thought something looked different, but I was like, you know what? I'm tired. I I literally woke up just from a nap before I got over here, and I was like, "Man, I'm just tired. I'm a little out of it." And yep. then, fuck it, all. <laughs> indeed, we were not recording. Dang it! Well, just to give give it give everybody some highlights, we uh, we t- we, we talked, talked about, about the Catholics, yep. and we talked about we the talked, Jews. We talked about the Baptists. Yep. <laughs> um, he is a Catholic. I am a Jew, but I, I I go to this Baptist church every now and then. It's, I it's, didn't know that. Every now and then I'll go there. It's 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 a good time. I mean, it's it's uh, a lot of kids, man. When they when they get into the uh, the Christian Bible, like the New Testament, it gets a little. It starts to lose me a little bit, just because you know that's kind of not the yeah. thing that Judaism does, but, but I mean, doesn't mean you can't learn stuff from it. doesn't mean it's, you know, you just, there's too many kids, put it through your filter. There's too many kids. So there's one on the other side of town where I live on the West side. Yeah. Yeah. And so fuck I town side versus the, the Pawnee side. Yeah. Yeah. So we made fun of uh, where we live um, (laughs) and that I live in a fucking yuppie. We talked about river rats from West Terre Haute. Yep. I have fraternity brother just, just from there and it's, uh, it's dirty. Maybe we'll probably circle back. Um, but, yeah, no, so the one on the west side, uh, I went there because they fucking UPS, man. It's and, and we'll talk about it later. Man, I was so pissed at UPS. Have you guys been having issues with UPS? Dude, everyone's having issues with every shipping So company. So, no, it's not like it's, like, delayed. No, the motherfuckers aren't even bringing my packages in. Mm. They're, like, just putting the little... Uh, a little sticky note. The thing. we tried sticky note. Yeah, and, and instead of saying, "Oh, we're gonna be back later," they're like, "Come find it at this location." So, so and I, I'm starting to get fucking irritated because today I had to go to Faith West, and I'm not a big like little kids running around like hellions. This little close demons. to meet week, Preston is not real big on much of anything. No, I'm a <laughs> dick, and I actually apologized to Chastity this morning. In the gym, I said, I'm so oh, sorry nice. for being rude. Um, I just kind of get, a, I just become an asshole this close. She's like, no, it's fine. I'm, It's me. I'm like, nope. It's, nope, it's know, me too. I, I do the same thing when I hit Ellen. I'm just like, I hit her and I'm like, ah, oh, sorry. Just when I get stressed, I hit girls. God damn it. I don't actually do that. Wow. But, yeah, uh, please just, no, he doesn't. I oh, don't. God, she's. God damn it! Man. <laughs> oh man, we went dark. Yeah. We're gonna have to put. We we're gonna get a. Uh, dark. We're gonna get an explicit rating on this one for sure. I feel like I always have it tagged as explicit because I say fuck a lot. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Um. And, and if we have guests on here, I don't want them to like feel like they have to like, you know, censor themselves. Censor themselves. Right. If I'm on other podcasts, I definitely will. Like I was on weightlifting talk yesterday right. with my buddy John, and and uh, how'd that go? 
It was really good. Um, it, it Can was we get the him. highlights so, uh, yeah, um, so our listeners will know what to go listen for? Him and uh, Brian Nietzsche, uh, who's actually going to be doing nutrition with me. Oh, good to um, And uh, uh, Cornell George are two guys that are on his weightlifting team out in Texas. Um, and uh, they actually do. So Weightlifting Talks, the oldest weightlifting, Olympic lifting, uh, for those not in the know, uh, podcasts ever. Like, it's it's been around oh, really? the longest. It's been around since... The cow strength boom days of like 2008, 2009. They had podcasts back then? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, what the fuck? That was in, you know what? I, you, I were, rem- you were in like elementary school or some shit? No, I was not in elementary school. I was in middle school. Um, but I do remember one of my f- buddies saying something about a podcast. And I was like, what? That sounds so stupid. So, Why the hell would anybody want to listen to some random people you know, uh, sit around and, and shoot the shit and talk? Like, who wants to do that? And now you're and on now one. I'm on one. I, I very specifically do remember having those exact thoughts. So, uh, you remember Barbell Shrugged? It, yes. That's, that's a big... It, originally was more CrossFit and weightlifting, and I don't know what it is now, but it's uh, basically when they started up, like, weightlifting talk had started up right before them, I think, was the time. And they were kind of the first... Real big fitness podcast. So he's been in the game a long time. Um, he, he has kind of a cool, crazy backstory, like a lot of like substance abuse things in the past and how weightlifting kind of like uh, got him there. He has he has one story that's so awesome. Uh, he actually touched Arnold once. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he so, touched Arnold. So I, I'll Where'd say, he touch him? I'll say the shoulder, I think. Oh, I'll well, say, that's not cool. I, There's well, nothing anabolic about the shoulder. Well, unless that's on. where he pins. Hold on. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So I, I hope I don't butcher this. So so John's a buddy of mine. Um, I'd listened to his podcast from way back in the day. Uh, he ended up doing this like uh, excursion thing where, you know, he invited a bunch of people out and we all went and hung out in Northern California and did hiking and stuff. And it was really cool. I got to know him really well from there. And then he had an online weightlifting team. Um, and I started coaching the powerlifting side of that with him. And then uh, a year or two down the road, he kind of wanted to focus more on the weightlifting side, so we parted ways. So I've known John for a long time, and he's he was he was kind of crazy back in the day, but mm-hmm. always kind of a good-hearted, cool dude. Uh, but man, he definitely let the let the cussing fly back in the day. And so, but <laughs> then he uh, he uh, is a Christian now and very right. devout Christian. His his wife always was. Um, so he's the podcast now is a little less. Cussy, a little less uh, there, adult. A, yeah, so so when I was on there, I you know I reined it back in out of respect for him. And, Definitely, and and, and I try stuff. to I try to fit you know whoever I'm talking to. Um, I try to cater my speech to whoever I'm talking to. So you're um, just not cool with being you with other people. No, I change my. I, I like to be a professional <laughs> um, because I'm not a dick. Um, so I do want to touch on one thing. Um, actually, no. Before I do that, uh, what were you? What did you guys talk about? On the podcast? Oh, so uh, we have a mutual athlete. So this guy, Nicholas Tolbert, mm-hmm. um, who he's a three barbell sport athlete. So he's this year competed twice in bodybuilding. No, he's competed once in bodybuilding this year, twice in weightlifting. And this, uh, is his this first was his, his second. Oh, this was his second meet. one. So, um, and this powerlifting meet was like eight weeks out from his bodybuilding show. Oh, so, that's right. Yeah, that we, we talked yeah, about that. And, and he kind of PR'd everything like it was a good meet. Um, but yeah, so me and John kind of always coached him through the weightlifting stuff. Um, back when I was the powerlifting coach on team do dark orchestra back there, um, Nicholas was doing bodybuilding mm-hmm. with them back then. Um, then switched to powerlifting with me for a little bit and then it kind of vanished. So he came back uh, with me for this meet 
we just did kind of like a quick like six six week yeah. prep. Good deal. Um, Good for him. Yeah. So that was kind of the, and I was talking with John the other day and he was like, yeah, we got to get you on the podcast to, you know, kind of talk shop about how that went and little things like that. And and it's pretty rare that John does, uh, John is all in weightlifting because mm-hmm. that's his baby, right? Like right. I compete in powerlifting and strongman, so I talk about them a lot. Um, but like if I, I, you don't hear me talking about bodybuilding very often, just cause it's not my thing. And right. that's kind of how his podcast is. So I feel very, uh, very thankful when I get to go on there and, and I've been on there in the past like four or five times, but you know, probably like two or three years ago. Um, but it's cool to just get back on there. Cause I know that's not what his audience typically looks at, but it was just cool to hang out. And right. Right. Yeah. Shoot, and the, shoot the crap. Where, where, where can they be found? You know, we'll give them a, Oh yeah. Uh, so John's account is at attitude nation or the attitude nation. I don't know if you start typing in attitude nation, he'll be the one that comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then their podcast gets hosted on Spreaker, but you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. It's called Weightlifting Talk. Good deal. Um, I'll get a link in my little link in my bio, my my YZ or whatever the link tree, link or, whatever. tree or whatever. It'll be one of those on there, so y'all can listen to it good here deal. In the next day or two. Nice. So yeah, it was it was a good time. Good deal. Hey, so we um, and I totally forgot this was today. Uh, I was so I redid my my bat my bathtub. I put um You reglazed it? No, no, that's gross as hell. I I took all the caulking out and I put actual uh, tile co- or bathtub caulking. I um, used to manage that apartment complex and I am sorry. sorry. No, no, no. Well, so it's <laughs> I I mean it's an apartment. So they're going to use not they're not going to use the nicest stuff cuz like my tube of caulking was like 8 bucks. Yeah. And like uh, you can get tubes of caulking for like Two three dollars. Well, and especially given that company's financial right, standing, right? Right. Like, yeah. You're and lucky so, if it ain't toothpaste. Right. So I was, I was doing it, and I was, I also was joking with my girlfriend. I said, "Yeah," and I, I, I know for a fact it was probably some skinny little motherfucker who did the caulking because when I stood in the tub, it separated. <laughs> like day one, because he wasn't heavy enough to make. To he make wasn't it heavy sink. enough to make it sink, and I was That's like, so "I'm funny. fucking fat." So I made sure um, I did it, and it, so that was that was cool. Uh, it took a little longer than I wanted. Um, I had lunch with my dad too, so I missed oh, nice. this big event. So the Rogue um, Invitational was today, yeah. and and I didn't realize this, um, but John Hack kind of called out Rogue. Why he was like, "Hey, can we get? Do you think we could get a powerlifting meet at this thing next year?" Because, like, they had strongman competition. Like, Brian Shaw was there. Martinez Lisi's was there. Yeah, it was all the big guys, yeah. Yeah, and and then I was like, yeah, why the fuck is powerlifting not on there? Like, powerlifting is boring really to boring watch. to watch. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's boring, but... What, all, what else did they have there besides strongman? I um, mean, they had CrossFit, I imagine. Which right, I mean, is, is more entertaining. Right. And it's... I think I think the way to make powerlifting interesting, it's the same way. It's very walk similar. out music. Well, walk out music for sure. Like you're going to a fight, but you got to raise the stakes. So like when, um, like Squid Game, like if you miss the lift, someone shoots you. No, God, fuck God, that you show. Would, I, you would die so quick. No, um, <laughs> yeah, right. No, so uh, you just like make a spectacle of it. So they did it up in Chicago with um, when they were trying to break the all-time bench world record. Okay, at the Chicago Bears game with um, oh God, Julius Maddox. Julius Maddox. I was like, I wanted to say TD Smash. I'm like, he trains with TD Smash. Yeah. Um. So Julius God, Maddox missed guy. it. I, I think he went back and got it a couple weeks later. But like, 
putting that those type of lifts on spectacle would be great. Like you put like a John Hack out there, right? You know, like the Kern on steroids or whatever powerlifting competition it is on steroids. So instead of have like you, twenty lifters per weight class, you have like three lifters per weight class. And have it's you like noticed tight. that that phrase when people are like, "It's like this." But on steroids, you know what's it, interesting? It always, it always means better, right? And but cooler. when you talk about steroids <laughs> in general, You're it like, is just not, like bad. It's, it's bad and it's not cool. I'm like, but this was like the this was like the best party ever. It was like the best party ever. But on steroids means it was the best fucking party ever. Yeah, you know? no, it that's um, lit. It's funny you say that because have you seen you've seen Bigger, Stronger, Faster, right? Yeah, by Mark Bell. That's like a line from the movie. Is that? That's from the movie. I because I've watched that many times. Maybe um, I subconsciously remembered it from because that. that's uh that's that because we talked about this on the podcast. I think. Um, or Were I we recording, told you, or did I forget? I don't. I honestly don't know. That's why I said I think. Um, and and I, that's part of the reason I got into powerlifting the first time when I was kind of going into college, is you know I started looking at powerlifting. You start taking like, steroids. Um, I did not. Oh, okay. In college, no. No. Um, but that movie, yeah, that well, that but that movie gave me an understanding of steroids. That's fair. Um, yeah. So when I was in college, you know, I played football. I couldn't take drugs like that's banned. Right. Um, so, but I understood it. Is you wanted to be the best you could be, and it's not against the rules. So right. if it's not an advantage, it's a disadvantage. Like like Louis truly, Simmons, like baby, Louis best Simmons quote ever. Right. Like fuck, I want that. I kind of wanted that tattooed. Yeah. Ooh. I get it tattooed. Right above my RKC tramp stamp that I yeah. get. So, yeah, I think we were also talking about how I, I was, I don't know if we were recording or before we start, thought we were recording how I, I want to get a, a tattoo now because I dressed up as a pirate yeah. for the for kids at, the kids at work. And um, we put some, eye, we did like liquid eyeliner and that's how we drew on the tattoo on my forearm. Nice. And I couldn't fucking get it off last night and I finally was able to get it off today after a shit ton of scrubbing. But I was in the gym this morning at five, and I, the you know, the lighting just looked cool, and I was like, I kind of like this tattoo. I kind of want a four. Like it was like a, it was like a right. upper wrist, upper forearm tattoo. And I was like, and then the more I thought about it, I was like, this is a gateway tattoo to a sleeve, isn't it? Oh yeah. All right, Preston. Sorry, I'm super distracted. What? I have a production quality tip. Yeah. If you're holding a microphone by hand. Fist that shit oh. like you're like you're. Am I is my is my am I going in and out? Listen, listen to this. Oh geez, am I really? Yeah, if you're kind of delicately holding it, like like you're just wanting to like, dainty. Yeah, know, just want to like give it a gentle little kiss. My well, my hands you hurt. Need to, you need to grab it like you're gonna. Well, my hands hurt. I was it. deadlifting today. Okay. Um, which by the way, I'm so pretty, hold it like you mean it or put it in the stand. So I um <laughs> I. Also was so I was deadlifting today and I <laughs> unintentionally kind of set a double overhand deadlift PR. Oh, nice! Like I put, I did four oh seven, just fucking, you know, just randomly. I was just warming up for my Solid. deadlift and I just did four oh seven. I was like, well, that's cool. For all the use trying to figure out the math, there we have kilo plates that are calibrated and beautiful at the gym. Yes. So that's why 407 exists. And someone has been so graciously intelligent and printed off the USPA conversion That was Brandon. Yeah, yeah, fucking, I, Brandon. I don't, thank you, Brandon, for yeah. doing that. Well, so here's my guess. I'm guessing he was training uh, Teresa. Oh, yeah. 
and she's competing in powerlifting here this coming She's December. in December. Yep. She's doing our December. Mate. So she's been using the calibrated plates just to get used to them because that's what mm-hmm. she's going to be competing on. And he got tired of pulling his damn calculator out. And he's like, I'm just going to print these things off, stick them on the walls. Good. And we are that's all a good call. Eternally great. I have no <laughs> idea why I never thought of that. That's like. Yeah. It's one of those deals where you're just like, oh, fuck. Why would I I'm over there doing math. I'm like, okay, times two. Okay, now take 10% of that and add it on. There we go. Right. And well, I never did that one. <laughs> I never even did it that far. Just times 2.2. 2 and That is 2.2. 2. Is it? No. Yeah. Well, well, times two times okay, 10%. Well, my brain doesn't fucking work <laughs> at 5 a.m. I think it's fascinating how people do math in their heads because you do it one way in your head and you just assume that's what everybody does because it it makes sense to you. But then if you have people like talk through it, it's totally crazy different. I don't know. Whenever I think of like doing like when I'm like consciously thinking of doing math in my head, do you remember that scene from hangover where Alan's (laughs) counting cards and there's like this little beautiful mind Uh thing going uh on? Like that's what I kind of envision when I'm consciously thinking of like doing mental math is like this little beautiful mind crap going on in my, around my head. Do you, remember, do you remember calculator watches? I very, very oh, briefly. I, you, you are so much younger than me. I, always I, forget I that. know what they are. I think I've seen like one or two. So and like, this, I think I also know from the reference on the office, uh, the okay. calculator watch. So, so they're, uh, you know, of course, a calculator on your watch, but now you have a phone which has a clock on it and a calculator. Right. So people don't even wear watches right now. Unless, I wear a watch. Look all, I wear a watch all the time. But. Is it for fashion? Is it because you use it? I use it. Oh, okay. I well, because so I use it a lot at work um, because I don't always want to have my phone on me, right? Um, because well, it can get broken pretty easily, so I always mm-hmm. have my watch. And then, unfortunately, in the industry I work, um, when like a uh, restraint has to happen, right. um, I have to monitor it and I have to have times for behaviors. Oh, gotcha. And to like track some of that stuff, so like I do use it a shit ton. All right. All right. I, uh, um, it's I, and I, in my opinion, I think it's an underrated thing. I, I miss calculator watches. I had this this awesome one. So God, you're a nerd. I, I was, forget. Oh my god, I was such a nerd growing up. I still am. It's just now I look like I'm not a nerd, so people like are surprised. Um, but I had this watch. It had like kind of an analog, like hands on the face clock on the front, and you would flip it up, and there was a calculator underneath. God, you're such a so dork. badass. Because the problem with calculator watches is. It was a calculator with a wristband. A lot of them didn't actually have the time on them. Oh, really? Yeah. It was just a fucking calculator on your wrist. <laughs> fucking nerds, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. To live in... A- Speaking of the 90s, man. Did you God, see my, my Instagram story? Yeah. So I'm rolling into Menards to go get the uh, the caulking to do my stuff today. and You buy a lot of caulk? I did. Actually, I, I got just enough. It was one tube. It was barely Squeeze enough. It. Yeah. Um, so I'm driving in there and it's like Hootie and the Blowfish is on the radio. I'm like, the yeah. fuck is going on? And then I can't remember the other Before song. Before he went country. Yeah. And then um, I can't remember the other song. And then right after, as I'm getting out of my car, one of my favorite songs from the 90s, um, Backstreet Boys came on. Which know? one? Uh, which one was it? It was you uh, My Fine. That one? Yeah. So that's um, I Want It That Way. But The one. Oh God! Desire, you're supposed to do the high bite. Yes, I know. So I'm not gonna do that because <laughs> I don't want us to get pulled. We're gonna get pulled for because what? that sounded pretty good. We're uh, gonna get pulled for copyright. Oh yeah. So we might have to like get permission from 
Uh, the Backstreet Boys. Before I let you finish your thought, have you ever watched Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yes. The lineup scene, yes. where he makes them sing that song because they were singing it while they killed the lady's husband. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds not funny, but y'all should YouTube that because it's, it's, it's rather funny. It is hilarious, and so they just had their last season, or maybe they, it, it yeah, just, they just, it just season, ended. Their last season just got out on Hulu, and I watched it, and they referenced that joke in it. Oh, really? He like flashes back, and, and they're like, "Yeah, it was like the Backstreet Boys thing." And he was like, "Oh, that was so great." He's like. I could never recreate it, and it flashes back to him like at many other lineups trying to get people to do it, (laughs) and it's just not working. (laughs) So there's a couple reasons why that song is awesome for me. is because it is... Was was that the Backstreet Boys song? Yeah, yeah. Cool. So it was straight up... um, One, I love that scene. It's one of my fucking favorite scenes from Brooklyn (laughs) Nine-Nine. Oh, my God. Um, But two, so I grew up with that song. Like, that song came out when I was a kid, and, like, it was the shit. Um, so I've had known that song basically my entire life. But when I got to college, you know, in high school, um, we kind of didn't really think about that, like the music from when we were kids. But when I got to college, we started getting more nostalgic. Right, right. And that song, like, was guaranteed you were going to get at least three frat dudes were going to start singing that song. <laughs> I can um, see that. Like yeah, I, I, I many t- level oh frat. yeah, oh my god, yeah. I, the many times I would like Ugh. get on like my knees. And like, sing to like multiple women. It was like shenanigany, and because when I lived in Terre Haute, um, we had a bar mm-hmm. in my room, so like we would like have chicks would be dancing on the bar and stuff, and like we would turn that on. And oh man, me and my fraternity brother, oh my god, his wife hated when we turned that song on. Right. Because we were so fucking loud. <laughs> well, and I bet you were really drunk whenever. Yeah, so it would be too, like so we would was, whenever we would play that music, we would it was like turn it on at like um, like at like two three a.m. You know when it's like the worst, and she's trying to sleep because we would normally do it on a Thursday. Nice, and she's kind of fucking go teach on Friday, and she hated us for that. Oh my god! Yeah, college was a great time. Um, if for nothing else than the experiences, right. Yeah, college was a good time. Did you get into trouble in college? No. So I. Uh, any, do you have I, any good college stories? I, mean, I don't think I've so ever. I, I do have some. Good I don't college think I've stories. ever talked to you about college stories. So, so I I grew up very um very conservative Christian, right? Um, and I don't regret that. It kept me from making a shit ton of mistakes growing up that a lot of people make. Um, and then I went to a college that was a, a private Christian college. Oh yeah, uh, you went to it, Hanover. No, I went or to, not to uh, a Hanover. It's Indiana Wesleyan. Indiana Wesleyan in yeah. Marion, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Good school, really shit town, it. shit town. But but I mean, you just didn't leave campus, and you're right. Fine. Uh, but if you left campus by like one street, it was like drug deals and shit. Yeah, Marion's a fucking trashy town. Yeah. Sorry, Marion. But yeah, so I I had a great time there. I had a lot of fun. But I mean, I so like I I didn't drink alcohol until I was like right because Marion doesn't have Greek twenty three or something. No, yeah, no, and Greek so. Life. And that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't even drink when I was twenty one. So, just, and that's such an and that's did. something that's interesting, different from like your upbringing and mine. Because like my dad was Greek, my uncle was right. Greek. Like it was it was known like we were Greek. Like, yeah. and I just missed homecoming this past week to work with my dad. But he and I were, and he and I were both pissed because we both wanted to go to homecoming. Right. Um. So it's just interesting how like that was a priority of mine when I was visiting colleges. Actually, was like what what was the Greek life like? Interesting. So. So probably, I have, 
I, I was pretty into like pranks back then. Oh, really? Yeah. But well, probably, that was that time. Probably though. my best, my best uh, story from college though is we would do what's called urban climbing, which is you would just free climb buildings around campus. What the fuck? So the library was super easy. I could do it if you suck it. Like we could all figure it out. Everyone could do it. And I was, I was a uh, like an athletic dude. Like right. I was fighting MMA at the time. I was like 185 pounds to 200 pounds. So I was not the same dude as I am now. They had a climbing wall in their gym there. So I, I did a ton of climbing. Um, huh. And there was uh, one of the newer dorms that was super hard that, you know, probably had some close calls there. It's like a, it, it was like a four story dorm. So nothing crazy high, like at Purdue or anything like that. Right. But, but still you it, fell. You're, you're, you're 40 feet in up. the air. And that was a pretty tough climb. There was a lot of like pinch grip type stuff to make it happen. Um, the library, you could kind of get everyone to do it. And people, I'd, you know, I'd lead groups of like three or four people to do God, that shit. Jesus Christ. The, the, the wellness center, like where the gym was at and stuff, that one wasn't too bad either. So, but here's a funny story. So I used to do that a fair amount and started getting like a reputation because of it, because of it. Uh, we also did campus golf, which was, you'd have a nine iron and a tennis ball and you'd be like, you know, the door of, um, Bowman hall is, you know, par three, let's go. And you just be batting tennis balls around campus too, which was kind of, what the fuck that's so bizarre (laughs) so i went back about so i graduated in 2004 i went back in like 2012 and saw people playing campus golf and i was was like i fucking started that Um, jesus christ but anyway so the urban climbing thing is an interesting story because my dad and mom went on vacation to england right this is gonna it ties together they went on vacation to england and my dad and me played a crap ton of racquetball when I was in college. There were courts up there. So he was up quite a bit. So a lot of my friends and stuff knew who my dad was. And he's in London with my mom. And he hears behind him, John? John Mason? What? Dan's dad? And he's like, who the heck knows me in London? And he turns around and it was a dude that was actually my RA in my freshman year. And then I took urban climbing a couple times when I was not a freshman anymore and he was not my RA <laughs> and uh, uh, Mike Caliber was his name and he was there uh, with another buddy they were like just rucking around Europe and uh, and staying in hostels and stuff and so my dad comes back from the, this London trip and he's like hey guess who I ran into over there I was like you ran into someone in London he's like yeah I ran into Mike he said he used to be one of your friends I'm like oh yeah he's like you want to talk to me about urban climbing? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But I, yeah, I mean, there was no drunk partying or, like, crazy, well, like... Indiana Wesleyan's dry, dry campus, isn't it? Yeah, There's no alcohol on campus. When I was there, you weren't supposed to watch R-rated movies. Oh, Not really? That, that really stopped us. Or, right. Or dance. It was a very... It's a very, very conservative Christian school. Very conservative Wesleyan Christian school. Right. Um, yeah, I had a one of the guys I went to high school with. He was a couple years older, a few years older than me. Um, he went there. Yeah, uh, I had a pretty similar experience. I, uh, I really, I was raised very conservative too, and you know, I was very sheltered. And I think I was, I rebelled a ton in college. I definitely, I enjoyed college, dude. I don't think my rebellion happened till after I got divorced. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, um, I wish I had much more all, crazy stories from that era, of right? Life. But I will say, um. You know, as I'm in a grad in grad school now, I am much more equipped for college. Right, right. Like I got that out of the way. Like I was, I think, and I think that's kind of where the U.S. goes wrong. 
with, yeah. with his kids. Sending it's like, high schoolers to college and right. expecting them to learn and not fuck right. up like, like, Granted, there are a lot of them who do fine, but there are a lot of them who... Ones who are there on scholarship do fine because they have to. Right, but like there are a lot of them who are like in a ton of debt. Mm-hmm. Because they fucked around and did a good and like didn't do anything. Like, mm-hmm. how many people I go to college or, or like I know that I went to school with who don't have like a real job, right? Like one of the girls I went to high, college with, she was bitching about how with a college degree you should make forty guaranteed forty grand a year, and and That's like not had how all the these free market works and then all these things. And someone asked, you know, and you don't you don't have to answer this, uh, but um, just by chance, what's your degree? And her 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 degree was in like. Um, graphic design. You can get a graphic design. It, was, it wasn't job. like it was like or not like not like graphic design. It was like art design. It was like it was like an art degree, basically. So like I I have a- and so here's my thing when it comes to like art degrees or even um, uh, sports management degrees or like your just basic fucking degree. Like you yeah. better get a minor to it, show that you know anything, especially when it, it was like an engineering degree or like. You know, a physics degree. If you want to go into like right, <laughs> yeah. right, like get a if you're going to get a degree that's kind of obscure pre law to go to law school. Right. So one of the guys who trains at our gym, um, God, he's he's your client. Um, I can never think of his name. He's a teacher, Sean. Sean, I can never remember his name. His degree is in English or is in music. Yeah, he has a music degree, but he is a band director. Yeah, that's using your degree correctly. Like, right, right. Like he wanted to go into and to do I, I music to some degree to do music, and he probably had like an education thing as like a yeah. Okay, I can do music, and I actually have a music and an education bent, so I can actually get paid to do the thing I want instead right. of like like. So I was a music major in college for a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, I was a vocal performance major. No wonder you can sing so well. Well, and it's like, and and no wonder you know I wasn't gainfully employed. Right. <laughs> in vocal performance, you know? Right. Um, but I actually graduated. My undergrad was in uh, philosophy. Yep. And my master's in philosophy. Mm-hmm. You can do a few things with that. You can uh, be a college professor. Yep. You can write a book. Right. Um, you can... You should write a book. Drive a cab. You should You should write a book, though. <laughs> you can internet argue better than most people because you're really <laughs> good at critical thinking. Right. And, and uh, discussions. Right. Also, just... I, just, I would. I, I have an ebook. Do you really? It's just a training ebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I've got it. But you it's not it like me. a book on life. Yeah, you could do a book. Um, yeah. I, 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 the life of Dan. So self-aggrandizing, right? Which I'm totally into. Right. I was like, have you met yourself? <laughs> um, but just also a bit of information, Dan. What did you want to do after you got your master's degree? Did I tell you that? I don't know. Yeah, you said you wanted to be a brain surgeon. Or you oh, want to be yeah. like a brain neurologist okay. so, or some fucking so some I, genius I fucker with the brain? I, I kind of messed around with some random jobs, and uh, and I ended up going to like um, I forget what they're called is occupational therapist. That's something different. Basically, like like life coach therapy. Like, mm-hmm. what should I do for a living? Kind of therapy. Um, and and they're like, well, you know, do some research on people who have your degrees. Like, what do they do if it's not a field? They're like, you're you have a philosophy degree, like. What do people with philosophy degrees do? Because, like, not all of them get professorships and stuff. Right. So, like, what do they do? And I started poking around, and I was like, it, it was something crazy. Like, if you look at neurosurgeons specifically, it's like 20 to 30% of them had undergrad degrees in philosophy. 
That's so bizarre. That's it's such a, a biz- weird. Yeah, statistic, you were not. We were right? driving because this is when we were living together, and we were driving back from I think Sam's Club, and you told me I said, "No, you're you're full." Or we were coming back from the gym. Dude, look it up. It's I was like, "You're full it's of shit." Weird. And, yeah, it's, I looked it's a it up. weird high percentage. Um, and and I was like, "Well, shit, maybe I should do that." So I uh, I enrolled at some classes in IUPUI and kind of took mm-hmm. like the things I needed to take. Um, got to where I took the MCATs. I took the MCATs. I passed the MCATs, which means you could go to med school. Right. Um, and I was sitting in on like some surgeries and stuff. And I was just kind of like, and I was talking to the doctor after. And uh, I was like, what? So like, what's your, you went to med school. You went through all that crap. Like, paint me a picture. Of what's like the 10 years look like? And he described it to me. And I'm like, no fucking way. He's like, yeah, but now I do blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I just. Don't the payoff, to... the payoff's not worth it. So it's like the same reason I never went to the military. Right. I don't want to not have control of my life for that long. Right. Yeah. And I, I so, totally I mean, agree. It was, it was a lot of wasted money. That's the but... big. That's the big hang up I think I have right now with getting my PhD. Because um, I'm actually, I was actually Unless talking. You know what you're gonna do with it? Well, so I want to do research, and I sent you yeah. that link of what I kind of want to do it with my degree. Yeah. Um, and so that is out of California. And so right now, um, so what I want to do is uh, work on, like, um, how to optimize performance in athletes um, through, like, types of therapy and just, like, imaging, kind of like what I talked about last week. Um, The the challenge is is it's a very – it's very expensive. Um, So it's not, like, readily available to public. It's definitely not going to be covered by most insurances. Right. So, like, it's not a cheap thing. So, like, something I would like to do would be able to bring a a modified version to the Midwest or, like, to the – to the yous and me's who who don't have the millions of dollars like NFL athletes but could benefit from it. Um, So so what I'm torn with is – so I switched to my – to a doctoral program at Purdue – and basically, I'm stuck for the next seven, six, seven years. Right? Like, I, I, I've never made that, like, long term of a commitment in my life. And, I mean, more power to you. Like, not even a university. Because, like, I mean. I, I, couldn't get, I couldn't wait to get the fuck out after three and a half years. Well, and you're, and you're very, like, this is the shit I want to do. Right. Whereas, like, when I was doing it, I was like, well, apparently, this is something I'll be good at. I guess I'll give it a whirl. Right. You know? Well, and I've had, a, I've had to have a lot of conversations with myself about, like, what the fuck I want to do. And it seems like every single time it just kind of comes back to something sports psychology Sport related uh, one, yeah. like w- how can i ma- maximize athletic performance because we're not i always feel like even when i train or when i'm with people that there's like some sort of regret or you left something on the table so like how do we not have that feeling of regret like oh fuck i like even even to this day when i was spazzing out on my 660 deadlift in Terre Haute that I missed I'm like but if I had just tried just a little bit harder yeah so to like kinda how to work through that yeah and I think that it definitely impacts my uh performance sometimes um so I think that would be that you know that's something that'd be very beneficial to everybody hey. especially if uh you know we're, we're wanting to you know continue our uh popular desire to bring attention to athletes you know and right. and we want to humanize our athletes and make them more normal um and i think that's why i, I like strength sports um, almost because i don't, it's, want, I don't want to humanize them i want them to perform and entertain me freaks jesus yeah. 
But yeah, so that's what I want to do. Um, speaking of people who f- are freaks and entertain me, um, shout out to Thor, man. For what? For what he's doing <laughs> for right the now. Game Pass, <laughs> dude. So I have an Xbox and I have Game Pass, and motherfucker pops up on my Instagram as an ad, or he puts the ad on his Instagram, and I'm like. There's no way. They were, like, launching catapults when I first saw it. Yeah. And so I was like, I want this game now because Thor's in it. So, like, (laughs) kudos to, um, I don't even know who the developer is, but for branching out and getting that creative, like, that, like. Uh, Let's get a six-foot-nine giant dude to rip his shirt off and have our logo on. Right. (laughs) Like, yeah, I bought it. I, fuck me, man, I bought it. Like, isn't that, that's shameful. Go. One sale. They got at least one sale. I'm <laughs> shameful. That's um, so it's funny. actually for a subscription. It's an extra um, PC subscription. So it's not available on Xbox. So you have to play it on your computer. Mm. So it was like an extra nine bucks or eight bucks or whatever. I don't remember how, how much it was. I didn't pay it that close attention. Um, <laughs> you were just like, it's Thor. Take my money. <laughs> yeah. So, because I am a, you know, I'm a big fan of larger than life like humans and their pla- and them getting a platform like um eddie hall is in the newest expendables movie is he yeah oh so my God, like that's, i saw him hanging out with jason state yeah so like i'm like yeah fuck yeah we're letting these guys God, who, those movies are such a guilty they're pleasure they're so great because they're <laughs> such like cheesy 80s action movies Ugh. so good but yeah so that's awesome that like these humongous um strength athletes are getting into to um into acting into movies because i fucking love that like i like the b movies that aren't like big box office movies because i don't have high expectations for them like uh the foster cat is out oh gosh foster cat you and that foster cat well hey we're gonna take a brief pause before we get into our next topic and let's talk a little bit about um, how you can support the podcast. So we have Patreon. Link is in our show description. You should definitely check it out. Um, five bucks will get you a membership, just appreciating what we have. And down in the future, we'll probably have some episodes that are Patreon only. Yes. We've got at least one in the bank. One in the bank. Um, we can't wait on it too long or it'll be irrelevant. And if we talked about anything that was pertinent to the time of the day. I, think, of the I imagine we did. I'll have to, you'll have to yeah, shoot. Yeah, because it was all politics. So it was yeah, you'll have to like <laughs> shoot it to me so I can. I want to laugh at it because man, I thought I thought we were pretty fucking funny on it. I mean, we were. I just didn't want to we go were like super political dicks. for like fifty <laughs> minutes. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, you will have access to the trash episodes we didn't feel like publishing. <laughs> I guess is the selling point there. Also, for thirty dollars, we can get you templates, powerlifting, and strawberry programming. So uh, hit it up and check it out. Also, while you are online doing things, remember to give us a five-star review wherever you are listening to this podcast. If it's a five-star, we'll read it on air, and I will probably need to actually check these. Oh, yeah. That's we the, may have some That's the other thing that, that we, even know. we always talk about is how we, we kind of just like the importance of organization. Yeah, I watch. And I watch, the one-touch rule. Man, they missed my 
my quotes and everything. I know. They weren't actually really that good I missed quotes. that first half hour where we weren't recording. It was pretty good. We, I feel like we've rolled back to a few of them. So. Right. We, 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 we have been touching on it. Like, yeah. So, like, I was, uh, Stan Efforting has a one-touch rule. We didn't, we didn't uh, dive so deep into the religion side. Yeah, but that one was just, we were kind of <laughs> just making fun. I, I, I was like, oh, we're just, I'm making fun You're of You're making religious. fun of Baptists yeah, as I'm, a Catholic. I was making fun of Catholics as a Jew. Right, well, yeah, and it was, it was fun. We were talking about cultural appropriation when it comes to Christian holidays. Oh, yeah, and, and <laughs> conveniently using other, other holidays for Christian holidays. Yep. Oh, boom, hey, look, everybody, you're caught That's, up. As a, as a way of witnessing to them and trying to convert them to Christianity, right? Like, yeah, we, that's you know that's kind of the. Cliff I'm pretty notes. sure that's, that's actually exactly that's what a, we talked a about. A good chunk of the cliff notes. Go us, yay us. Have cool. you uh, seen anything good recently? That was the next thing I wanted to talk about. Is like, have we seen movies? We haven't done movie reviews. You went in a to minute. um? How would I? No, actually, uh, I almost messaged you before I didn't or messaged Alan because she posted on Facebook that she antlers. She went and saw antlers. How was that? Was that good? So full disclosure. I'm a little under the weather, and I was a little sleepy at the beginning, and I fell asleep at the beginning. Oh, fuck. But then I was like, hey, Ellen, what what the fuck is happening? And she filled me in real quick. Uh, it is was, it, it good? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. It, you know what I didn't like about it? The thing I liked least about it is that there were no previews. You slept through them. No, no, no. I was awake for that part, and they weren't there. What? There were no previews. So it's kind of like an independent film, I'm guessing. It's only at the Lafayette 7 here. It's not. Oh, it's only at the Lafayette it's 7? At, it's at the Wabash of the West Side 9 okay, as well. Okay, good. I, I'm, I'm hoping they're going to start bringing some more of those indie flicks to the theaters. It's definitely more of a limited release movie. Okay. Very, I would watch it. So it basically is about the Wendigo, which is yeah. uh, like Indian folklore, mm-hmm. yeti, revenge, demon type thing. Yeah, it eats eats people. Yeah. It's like when people, whatever. Pretty, pretty yeah. interesting Couple twists at the end that are pretty solid. It, definitely worth a watch. I give it a solid, uh, you know, seven point like five Sunday. out of ten. So my old ass is probably going to go to a Sunday fucking matinee. Oh, we did a matinee today. I know you did because uh, you were you and I were talking about what we were going to do tonight. Because I love going to the movies, but I don't like spending money. Right. Well, yeah, I may go to the matinee, especially because I get up at four o'clock now and train. Gross. Ugh. Did you guys end up seeing Dune? No. So um, I I actually had class. And so we we just ended up not going. Um, well, I haven't. I've still like it's on HBO Max, and I've tried to sit down multiple times and watch it. And I just keep st- I start doing shit. Um, Hannah's obsessed with it. She's watched it three times, and really? she's like, "You have to watch it." I think me and my dad are going to check it out this week at some point. Yeah, I I just haven't sat down, and she wants to. She's like, we. She's seen it like three at least three times. Wow, on and HBO she, Max, or yeah, like in theaters on HBO Max, okay. and she is adamant that we have to go to see it in theaters. Dude, that makes me happy. I've like heard she said, it's really it. good. Um, because she hates Star Wars. It's not Star Wars. No, well, she hates Star Wars, and well, because Star Wars is based on Dune. Like oh, most most right. all sci fi everything now sci fi is based on Dune. Interesting. Um. And so she, that, I think that's part of the reason why she freaking doesn't like Star George Wars. Lucas. I think that's part of the reason why she doesn't like Star Wars or Star Trek is because it does rip off quite a bit um, from so we had- Star Wars because like a big part of like this that like a huge very important commodity is spice in both Star Wars and um, Dune. But in Star Wars, it was like a drug. It was like heroin. Um, I don't remember. I didn't think it was like a drug. It had like multiple perp- uses. Mm-hmm. Whereas in like doing it's the key to interstellar travel. Like I've gotten there. Interesting. So I had when I was growing up, 
God, so before your time. Do you even know what a laser disc is? Because I know what a laser disc is. Okay, I didn't know. You know. So it was what came out. Um, it so, came out at the same time as uh, so VHS DVDs. No, or was it VHS? Yeah, it came out so at the same time as VHS and Laserdisc came out a little after it. Much better video quality. Think like a, like a record music. Right, it's album, like a giant one. But I, the video like, quality is really good. Yeah, so it's like it just never caught on. It's like a DVD, but the size of like a record album. Right, right. Yeah, um, I remember um, in high school we used it. Yeah, we used it in my physics class. So fucking, we had Dune man. on Laserdisc. Oh and, shit! And we had The Predator on Laserdisc. And I must have watched those two movies like a million fucking times growing up. The Predator. I, I haven't seen The Predator in Get a very, very, very long time. I don't even know if I've seen it all the way through. Well, I'm have, not a big Stallone guy, though. That's or not Arnold. Stallone. I'm a, no, I am a big you Stallone guy. You go to guy. hell. I'm not a big <laughs> Arnold, dude. I I mean, um, I'm trying to think of an, a movie that I've seen with him, like aside from Terminator. And I'm not a huge, like... Expendables? Terminator... He's in a couple of them, but he yeah, doesn't he's have a big cameo. role. Yeah, that's, that's um, definitely more Stallone movies. But yeah, I'm not. A, I've just been a Stallone guy. I mean, I think that's because that's my dad was too. Um, like Rambo and Rocky. Like some of, one of the coolest memories I ever have. Of my dad is. I was during Swine Flu when the new Rambo for First Blood or the new Rambo movie came out. The most, not the most recent one, but like when he started to reboot it in like, oh yeah. eight or whatever. Um, it was during Swine Flu. But and so I had swine flu, which we all had to wear masks for, right? Um, oh, we didn't. No, and it had a much higher mortality rate. Yeah, Interesting. yeah. Actually, yeah, it kicked my ass too. Um, I was sick for like two weeks, and my mom was like, "You didn't think to take him to the doctor?" He was like, "No, he's fine." Yeah, so we went to a movie, and instead, <laughs> we went to a movie because we're fucking assholes. Um, and we, it, it was the first time I ever saw an R-rated movie with it's my that, dad too. It's that Greek life in you? Yeah, fucking. Dicks, um, but yeah. So that was one of the coolest memories I ever had with my dad. My mom was on like a work camp or something, and it was like kind of a shitty winter time. And nice. so I think I missed part of school. Dad and I watched a ton of movies, just hung around. It was a cool like experience for yeah, me. Yeah, that's fun. Um, and none of so them. Stallone almost almost kind of like nostalgia for like yeah good times with pops. Yeah, like I um very much you know if I I actually used to when I was in high school. I would do push-ups every night before I went to bed, and I would watch the uh, Rocky Four training montage every night. <laughs> I would do push-ups and sit-ups before I went to bed, and I would do it to the Rocky, the the Rocky training montage where he's in uh, Russia, training to fight the Russian. And I, I just, I don't know why, but when I, I did that every night, love it, so good. So hey, we are forty-five minutes in. I don't think we've touched on a lick of lifting. And there is some pretty... you got some pretty interesting stuff to talk about tonight. Pretty interesting news in the world of Strongman. Yes. That I'm a little, like, icky about talking about it. But right. It, you're it, not, I was unsure sticky. how you wanted to talk about it. Because it is... It's yeah. a. It's, anytime you start talking about gender or race and, and sports in general, it's, it's sticky. not great. <laughs> it's it's sticky. It, it's a little slimy. Yeah, it God, sticky slimy. So so bird's eye view of what went down. Jessica Fithen, who is a personal friend of mine. Right. Not like super, super close, but I would definitely call her a friend. Uh runs this page, You Look Like a Man on Instagram. Correct. Whole goal of the page was to be like, look at the crazy, horrible shit that dudes and sometimes other women 
say to women who lift weights. Right. Stuff like, oh, your uterus is going to fall out, or, oh, that's so not feminine, or, oh, this just doesn't do it for me. Like, their job is to give you a boner. Right. Right? Like, it's not. They're training. They're lifting. It is what it is. Um, everyone has an ugly deadlift face no matter what you look like. Right. You right. Um, it just... If you know the, the the page, you've seen some of the crazy stuff that right. rolls across people's cell phones. Um, so Jessica, who is a great strong woman athlete, she's won the Arnold before. She, yeah, uh, and, I'm not or, sure if she's won the either, Arnold, but she, she won world strongest woman in 2019 or 18, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, she showed me um, how to do the log. She she you and her both sh- taught me the log and yep. um, who's felt like like I'm. Like she, I've I like her a she lot. Is I have ex- a lot of respect for well, her. Well, and I've never hung out with her in person and mm-hmm. not had just a blast. Like right? She's she just is just a, so fun to be. She's around. a cool human. Yes. Now, that being said, you look like a man has also created a little bit of like kind of a cancel culture vibe. Yes. Um, to for some of her more more passionate followers, right? Correct. Um, because because really you're seeing like the worst of the worst people. In what they say, um, it, it would be easy to look at that and be like, "Wow, all men treat women like complete trash when they lift," and that's not the case. And, and I don't think, and she would say that's not the case. And uh, anyone who's being intellectually honest would say that's not the case. It's right. just like these are newsworthy because they're so shitty people, you know. Um, so that's kind of a background on that account and and kind of what's going on there. I reached out to her yesterday. We were actually supposed to podcast yesterday before kind of all this shit hit the fan. Right. Um right, cuz that's what but, we announced um last podcast. Yeah, and and understandably, she hasn't responded to my texts or anything, which is a little different, but man, I'm giving her some space cuz like some shit went down. Right. So what the shit that went down was, to my understanding, and this is me having not been able to talk to her. Right. Um very much uh, a very much outside looking in yeah, viewpoint. Whereas, so, and and maybe so our, we that. may be a little bit more biased just because we do have a personal relationship with Jessica. But right at the same time, like we're also we're outside. really and we're friends with like a dude who's very close to right the, to, the to Anthony Furman. This, and I've worked with Anthony Furman on multiple occasions. Like I've had only positive now. I would um, interactions with him. I would like to say first off, from what I'm seeing. Anthony Furman did absolutely nothing wrong. Right. From what I am seeing. And this is just what I'm seeing. Right. He he posted something. He posted a question or something on his Instagram story. Someone responded with some... Very misogynistic Some response. stupid worthy of being on you look like a man kind, right, of, kind right. of thing. Something about like you know, women lifting. Right. And I, and I, or, or and I, I saw it and I didn't, I honestly didn't think anything of it. I was just scrolling through so, Instagram. So dude responded to his question and he posted it on his story, the dude's response. And he put like a, a movie thing in the back to, to basically, he was trying to post it and be like, look at this fucking idiot. Right. So I don't know if Jessica saw it or if like one of the people who follow her page saw it and jumped on it, but they didn't realize he was mocking the person right. saying that. And maybe he could have been clear. And he's even responded to him like, dude, I'm sorry, my bad for not making it clear that I was making fun of this dickhead. Right. Like he he does uh, that multiple okay on multiple times because like he he's done like 
satirical anti-Semitic post because like people will do send yeah. him that or like homophobic things. Yeah, because they'll send him that shit too. And if you followed Furman at all, you know his mean game is strong. Well, and <laughs> well, and so you also have to think his background. He's he's military background, right? Right. Like those guys have a darker sense of humor generally. Right. So so the kind of the crux of the issue here is I'm not sure who did what or how it happened. But basically, either Jessica or one of the people that follow Jessica and are a little more like, go get them, mm-hmm. um, got a hold of sponsors that he was either going to work with for an event or, or um, something, basically lampooned some some big event that Furman was going to be throwing that was going to help grow the sport of strongman, yes. give away a bunch of money to charities, and they basically pulled out. Because yeah, um, whoever, so I think he lost his ESPN contract. Is kind that of, what it was? Kind of a big deal. Yeah, um, and honestly, because that was because the the clash of the co- the clash was going to be on ESPN. Oof. Yeah. So yeah, so if if that's the contract he lost, I as a consumer of Strongman am rather irritated because yeah. I was looking forward to the clash, and I think everybody was. Um, but in the things that Furman has posted. Uh, alludes to and blatantly says there's an NDA about it, so we can't really talk a lot about right. it. Right, oh. he, he's going to be on Big Clit Energy podcast mm-hmm. with Briani uh, <laughs> tomorrow. Um, it, so I'd be interested to see, like, from the horse's mouth, kind of what all it is, because I just kind of right. reading shit on social media. Right, and um, you and you sent me something earlier this week, and I was like, I like. And, of course, we're going to get drugged through the mud, you and I, probably, for our listeners, because we're two men talking about this. So we okay. we obviously have a dick perspective, um, and it's going to be biased. But I mean, but is it, though? It, we also have brains right. that can think, so I don't right. think well, it and, is biased. And, I think and, the only bias you can find is that I may be a little nicer to Jessica than a lot of other people right. because... Right, and, and I just don't... Because you sent me all the screenshots and everything, and I read it, and I... I know the context backstory. I sent it. I showed it to my girlfriend, and she's like, "I don't understand the context." And so, like, so this is I, I got confused. But then you and I talked about so it. So this again. is so that's the main issue, right? So like, the main issue is like she kind of lampooned a thing where if she was like, "What the fuck is this?" and DM'd um, Anthony was like, or called him up and was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" and he could have been like. Oh my god! I was totally trying to make fun of this guy. Did that not convey properly? Right. And then this wouldn't be an issue at all. Um, but to my understanding, that's not what happened. Right. It just kind of she they, she they, definitely they threw went, it on her personal account. They went to cancel him mm-hmm. without even saying what the fuck, dude. To right. Him. Um, right. And that's a huge deal, and that's not something they can take back. It's a very unprofessional action. So I do this all the time, and I don't know unprofessional actions. No, <laughs> so I this is something I do um, all the time to prevent unprofessional actions. Um, and I don't know if you ever do this. So I do this at work, or like whenever I see something on Facebook, or I want to post something on Facebook that is just gonna piss because I'm pissed off about something. Um, or a staff did something fucking stupid. I will type out the email, and then I'll delete it. Right. Like I type it out and then I'm like, I will read it. And then I'm like, wow, I, I sound like an overreacting dick. <laughs> like I feel like I'm overreacting. All right. This is just dumb. And I do that and I feel better. And it prevents me from doing this. Yep. Or, or you'll retype the email. Right. In a more professional way. Right. That's conducive to actually resolving a situation. Right. Because, and, and I feel like we missed a step there. And, yeah. and unfortunately, you know, 
the thing was is he was what what I saw is because of like the stuff he's done doing for strength sports. Right. He lost because um, I think there was going to be the there, the women. Uh, female strongmen were going, or the strong women mm-hmm. were also going to be on that televised mm-hmm. ESPN thing. Which brings to the next point of, ooh, I don't know which thing to talk about first. We want right. to talk about Rady first, or we want to talk about cancel culture first? <sighs> Let's talk about Rady because he just okay. he grinds so, my gears. So, so first of all, I I don't really have a history with Terry Rady. Um, he borrowed my Stone of Steel the year he won the Arnold. And one is pro card to train with. <laughs> oh, I, we've, really? We know a lot of the same people. Um, I've had in-person interactions with him that have been pleasant. Um, but in 2020, there was a... He went... There, he cha- His he, personality changed. He went a little... A he little, was spending a lot of time here in Indianapolis, too. Yeah, well, and he lived in Indianapolis at the time, too. Or, or, or right before that. Yeah. And... My beef with Terry Rady has nothing to do with him being like the crazy dude he is now. It it kind of was. So there was like something on Instagram where I was like, well, hey, I actually had this thing you're saying that doesn't happen actually happened to me this week. And right. Here's the story. Oh, yes, I remember. And he was like, ah, sounds like you're making that shit up or something, something like and that. And then it was and on was, the news the next day. It, well, and I, I was like, dude, I'm not making it up. It literally happened. Are you just saying like I'm a liar because it doesn't fit your paradigm of what you think should happen. He's like, just calling it like I see it, man. He said something shitty about like, yeah, basically you're a fucking liar and and you're lying and you're you're this dishonest piece of shit is how I took it. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. And and I just blocked him. Right. I think that is an appropriate way to handle people you disagree with. Right. At at a level where it's like deeply offensive, right? Right. Um, Now the trick is with, you look like a man is part of the the shtick is you don't just block them. You repost their shit so people can see how stupid they are. Right. Um, so it's a little different, but, but so, so this being said, I'm going to let my bias show. I don't like Terry Rady. I, I think, and it's because he personally attacked me. He probably doesn't even remember it, honestly, because it was right. just shit talk over the internet, but I, I don't like being called a fucking liar. Uh, when I'm not <laughs> right, lying. Right. I don't like being called a liar when I am lying, you know? Um, well, no one does. <laughs> but so so I don't really see his stuff anymore anywhere unless, like, someone sends it to me when he's being a little... Right, I think, little, I, little, I, think I sent you him. Yeah, when he's being a little Terry, you know? Um, what a terrible name. So, side thing, other than the thing between Jessica and Anthony, is this has been reposted quite a bit about Jessica talking about one of his athletes uh, being fat material, like fat, like jack off, not yeah, fat. Yeah. Like F-A-P. Uh, fat material. Um, she's she's like, you know, sorry, I'm just a strength athlete and not a fat, fat material with like a bunch of strangers that just want to fuck me. And that's what makes me popular. Right. And then, so now Terry was like, dude, this is my athlete, and she sent this the screenshot or whatever. So he's defending his athlete, right, like which, which I totally should. get. Yeah. So, But he doesn't just go like, dude, fuck you. She beat you in Dubai. Let's ignore the fact Jessica was sick in Dubai. Right. But she beat you in, in Dubai, so apparently she's a better strength athlete than, than you too, and just left it at that. Fair game. But he continued to go on and on and on talking about how she's a fat piece of shit for lack of right, a better. He right. didn't say it like that, but like he called her lots yeah. lots of posts like that. 
Yeah. Um, so I think he made it He worse, made it worse, definitely. Uh, which is kind of what he does. Um, Plot twist. Do you think because Terry Rady had such a strong reaction, it caused... Um, fuck, there's an episode of South Park that references this. So because Terry... Butterfly effect. <laughs> yeah, no, so because Terry Rady made it, had such a strong reaction, um, Jessica Fithin's, you know, I'm going to call him goons because I can't think of another word. I think um, so. Caused one of her goons to freak the fuck out, and so and then they I, I, went after I don't uh, the, know the timeline. The Furman contract. I don't know the timeline. I thought it all happened because... Because I kind of saw it, and I think I don't remember if I sent it to you or yeah, I did. I sent it to you right away mm-hmm. um, because I I was like, this is going to be interesting because yes, you and I I have a relationship with Furman, and you and Jessica are very close, and so I'm wondering if, um, regardless of the timeline, right. it sure didn't help. No, I I, I think down. I think it fanned flames. It, it definitely fanned flames, um, and, and so here's the interesting thing about cancel culture that sucks but it's kind of like karma and hilarious at the same time right so people went and essentially canceled took money out of Furman's pocket and money out of a lot of athletes pocket right right? unintentionally out of athletes but very intentionally out of Furman's pocket right right? you directly went after their livelihood and their ability to provide for their family that's kind of shitty. Yes. Um, even if they say stupid things, I, I don't know. It, it's whatever. I just don't like it. It feels icky. Now, right. the people who are on Anthony's side, um, which which honestly I think in this situation is probably the, the bird's eye level correct side to be on. Right. Um, are knee jerking super hard and trying to fucking cancel her. Yeah. She, you know, I I forget what she does for work, but I know a, a piece of her income is like the "You Look Like a Man" brand, mm-hmm. and you know they're they're going just as hard trying to take money out of her kid's mouth mm-hmm. as as anyone did trying to go after Anthony, and I just think it sucks. I don't care what side it is. I think it's childish and stupid. Right. If you don't agree with someone, you don't like what they have to say, just fucking block them and cut them out of your life. But well, you don't have exactly. to ruin them. Well, here's my thing is... Both ways. Right. My thing is, is this is powerlifting or strongman. Right. Not fucking bodybuilding diva bullshit. Like, like truthfully, I'm like, this is shit I expect not in a strength sport. Well, and I just think it's and, indicative And Hannah of- and I were talking about that the other morning, and we were just like... Because we're both over this bullshit because we don't want this toxicness in, like, strength sports. Because strength sports is not supposed to be toxic like other athletics. One of the things, especially strongman, that you will hear people who have competed in other things and then go to strongman, that they will say is, like, strongman is so fucking cool because in the back room, the dude you're competing with will loan you his belt. Right. I I, uh, was at a competition where I forgot a grip shirt. Um, not that you need it for yoke, but it definitely helps. Um, and the dude that was basically me and him were one and two. Right. He let me use his grip shirt. Right. And I ended up beating him. And he wasn't pissy about it or anything. No, like, and that's why I like strength sports and strongman specifically so, is that camaraderie. And, and, to see, and you want to see your competitors kick ass just as well, much as and you And I do. know a guy that went to Masters Worlds uh, three or four years ago. Um, I forget what country it was in, but he flew. 
and his luggage got lost. Oh fuck! So he had no thanks equipment. Thanks for thanks for giving me my worst nightmare. He had no equipment, and the competitors there who were competing against him at a world's level let him borrow all their shit. Right. And so people are like, oh yeah, maybe at the local level it's like that, but at the high level, nah. I mean. Mm-mm. It's pretty universal, and I know at World's Strongest Man, like, people are trying to win, and there's money. Maybe there'd be a little less of that, but, like, I'm sure... Right. There's still at there'd least... There'd be a little bit of that going on. Some that's how of... That's how strength sports are. We're all misfits that are not societal norms. Right. And we like that about each other, and we help each other out. Right, and that's why that's I That's why like this, this feels so gross. Right, and that's why it's rather irritating to me, because... Um, you take money out of kids, or you're taking money out of people's pockets, and the thing is, is so cancel culture is not thinking about like ripples. You're exactly, exactly. right. Where it, 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 so it's one thing to take away a TV. Your contract. feelings got hurt, yeah. and you want to take it out on one so individual it's, person. It's, it's it's one thing to take away a TV contract from one person because their their event is going to be televised, whatever. But then you think about... And even all then, these... I think that's shitty if it only affected that right. one person. Right, well, and because now you think about the athletes who were going to get television notoriety, mm-hmm. opportunities for them to get sponsorships mm-hmm. from some of these mid-sized companies as as reputable you, you, you know, talk, you talk contracts. About... Like, this is a big fucking loss. Like, the... Um, advertisement money that could have gone into this, like the money that could have been sunk into it. Like the the visual of like people who are yes, big and jacked, but two thirty one class dudes. They look that look like normal people, but they're just doing cool shit. Right. Or strong women. Right, like being let's able to, put being able women, to see women doing strength well, sports in a light that's not like, oh, there goes her uterus, right? And, and I and I may be wrong, and I might be misquoting like, Joe Sullivan, or like female athletics not in the lingerie football league and shit. Right. Well, right? and I think Joe Sullivan said this, and I may be misquoting him, but I think Furman had an integral part in getting women at World's Strongest Woman in Dubai. I think, it would not surprise me because he is very vocal and very active in the sport, and I'm pretty sure he was a significant reason why World's Strongest Woman was on te- was televised in Dubai, right? Um, because he knew those he knew the people because he was able to get the clash, um, the original first clash on TV. Yep. I um, mean, he did a very good job. Well, and think about and that's like like you you bit the hand that fed you. Yeah. Well, and, and now that being said, if the hand that fed you was Raping kids, right? Well, yeah, fuck yeah. it is fuck what it is. Him. Yeah, but like, he's but, being satirical. Fuck off, cancel culture. Right? Like, I. It's hate like they that. just they did not get the joke. No, and that was the problem. They didn't get the joke, and they went and and robbed him. Right, and so so back in the day, you know, you don't get the joke, you feel awkward. Now you <laughs> yeah. don't get the joke, you get pissed off, and you go try and burn them at the stake. You don't get the joke, and it means they're horrible people. Right, like um. Oh, fuck, Brad. I think it's Brad Williams. He's a he's a dwarf. He's a dwarf. I don't actually know the. He calls himself a midget. He's a comedian. Okay, a little um, person. Yeah, and he's like, he was talking about one time how um, he he called he talks about midgets and stuff, and then a, a, a person who is the same size as him walked up to him and was like ripping into him about for using that for that using term. that derogatory term. He's like, why? Why is it derogatory? Like does it? Why? Why does that word hurt your feelings? And he he's he got like because he was talking. I think he was talking about it on um, uh, Joe Rogan or something like right. that. And he was just like, it's fucking stupid that when people don't get the joke, they get bent out of shape. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I think. Um, I think that's part of what happened with. Uh, I mean, we talked about this last Chappelle. time with Chappelle. Yeah, 
and why cancel culture is trying to burn him to the, burn him at the stake. Yep. Fucking stupid. Shapiro's trying to poach him. You see that? Is he really? <laughs> yeah. He because uh, because God, that makes me upset. I well, like Dave Chappelle. What's Shapiro going after him for? No, he's not going after him. Oh. He's trying to recruit him. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! I thought you getting... meant like poach him as in kill him. No, Sapanch Shapiro on his Daily Wire or whatever. He's very much like if you are canceled, but you are talented. Uh, you have a place here. I mean, he did well, it with Gina Carano. He I was just about with, to say Gina Carano from uh, The Mandalorian. Some ESPN lady that just got canned because she wouldn't take the the, the vaccine. Vax. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and so so Chappelle was was tweeting out, and he was like, "Hey, um, I had this documentary going that was invited to all these independent film festivals. That was basically during Corona, early 2020, mm-hmm. uh, when like people weren't allowed to really do shit." Right. He was doing outdoor shows for for free or something. Like, oh, you know what? I think I, I yeah. did hear about this. And, and all the independent film festivals were wanting to pick it up because it's, it's a cool story, right? Right. Um, but now, ever since his last thing, they all uninvited him. That's so and he's fucking like, stupid. He's like, whoa, this is actually kind of affecting me now. And Shapiro's like, hey, look on over here, man. I didn't see that. I haven't seen that. I know Shapiro's been... Um, and I know you're more of a Shapiro guy than I am, and I think that's He's a Jew. Par- and I think that's partially because my girlfriend has some more influence on me than I, I would like to let her know that I she has. Um, because I think he, I think he's, he's a, a Jew that people say is anti-Semitic. Well, but he's, he's like he's, he's like a, a black hat Orthodox Jew. He, yeah, I know. He's he's uh, yeah with the squiggly hairs. Um, he's I mean, uh, he's not that far, but he, he is Orthodox, right? But he's he's some of the shit he does say is just like, all right, dude, give me an example. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Yeah. I'll fuck it. Next time I see one, I'll send it to you, you. You let me know because I have yet to hear him say something where I'm like, ooh, that's fucked up. Like, I, don't, I don't say it's fucked up, but I think mm, let's like pump Steve the brakes. Crowder? He, Steve Crowder says some shit he, where I'm like, ooh, will, that's going to get taken wrong. I think he oversteps a little bit. He will flirt with far right a couple times. and I, I mean, he's a, basically a libertarian. Right. So but like he, that's about as far right as you can go. Right. Far right libertarian? Uh, when you're talking about personal freedoms, yeah, that's as far right as you can I guess go. That's true. Um, I don't know. He he did something, and I was like, okay, we might be overstretching. I think it had to do with uh, uh, not being said. Like everybody's going to do right, something. Right, right. Agree with but at like, some point, but, but like, still, Ben Shapiro is one of my more f- preferred um, political persons. When he was uh, running for president, I was like, fuck he yeah, wasn't he, running for or president. He was, I thought he was. I thought he was going to run. Ooh. Or Rogan was trying to get him to run. That might have been what Shapiro it was. Shapiro to run? Yeah, I think that's what it was. I do not know. I I, I could be wrong, but I thought he was trying to get Shapiro to run. Um, I like Shapiro. I Are you vote. thinking about the right person? Maybe I'm not. Ben Shapiro, Daily Wire. Yeah, no. Okay. Jew, yeah, I know. He talks really fast. He does talk really fast. Um, Actually, fuck. I, it's funny you bring that up. So I was, whenever I listen to the podcast, listen to how I talk. I talk very similar to him sometimes. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I just talk really quick. Well, so I feel like both of us are like this too. When we get excited or passionate about something, it just goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we kind of got sidetracked. Uh, do you want to bring yeah. it back into, yeah, let, uh, let's roll it back. So, so basically where I'm at on the thing is one, I don't like Terry Rady. Right. He's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, <laughs> and it's funny cause he probably, I think he would know me if he saw me cause we've met a couple times right. and we have a lot of like mutual friends, but he probably doesn't even remember the conversation. And right. that's the main reason I don't like him. But every time I see something that he posts, I'm like, yep. Still don't like him. There's more evidence. Uh, thing number two, from where I'm sitting right now with the knowledge I have right now, 
either Jessica or one of the people who is a passionate follower of that account fucked up. Yeah. And in three, um, Furman got done dirty, but everything I've heard from him when he was responding to the stuff there and like he's done a couple podcasts, he's been very well. Like I, I, I didn't really know much about Furman other than during the BLM stuff, him mm-hmm. and Terry were kind of the same dude, which was a little crazy to me. Um, yeah. But I, I have much more respect. Not that I didn't, not that I disrespected Anthony. I didn't know him. I had no interactions with him. But I have a lot of respect for Furman right now. He's got um, a very professional demeanor. Like yeah, he, he, like Furman, my respect um, for him has grown. Furman immensely. on social media, like Facebook, Instagram. Eh, you know, he'll he'll flirt. But like Furman, when it comes to being professional, whether it is uh, um, on a podcast or even when he's like trying to get shit done. Yeah. Like when he's on live TV, he is, you see he's military. Like it is run tight ship. Yep. Um, yeah, so, so he is very, very good. Definitely curious to see um, the Big Clip Energy podcast tomorrow and right. see, I don't know if they're going to do it live or if they're going to post it Monday, but I'm definitely going to give that sucker a listen. Yeah, definitely. I might do that out. too. And uh, and man, I, I, I really, whether it's on the podcast with Jessica or like just I texted her and I was like, Hey, you still want to do the podcast? She didn't respond. And I was like, you know, it, it's cool. We can just like sit down and chat. I just, right. Wanted, Cause like, you know, she's not like super close friend or anything, but she is a friend. Well, and you were I, at her birthday. I, I want to, uh, did I make it? I think I was gonna, and I ended up not making oh, it. Oh, I, I don't know. I know she was, you were invited. And- but yeah, she's, she's super cool. And I've only ever had good experiences with her. And I just want to kind of like get with her and be like, dude, are you okay? Like, right. Tell me the side of what happened. Like, did you fuck up? Right. Or is there something I don't know? Well, and I think that's a great quality of yours is and, and then, no and matter that- what happens, you're like, no, 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 I'm going to fact find investigate. And I'm gonna explain, and then before I find a, make a final decision, yeah, and I and like I, that. Well, and and when this first happened, I was kind of I was hitting you up. I was, I was in I was in a in Fifth's corner. Yeah, when I well when I when I first heard about this shit, I was like, I reached out to you, and I was like, dude, I don't know if I want to do the podcast with her because I want to know more right. shit first. But then, like, as I was thinking about it, I was like, man, it's like like I'm so not cancel culture that like. Whether she was completely in the wrong or not, like I want her to have a place where she can fucking talk about it too, right. if, if she wants to. Like, I don't give a shit. You know, cancel me for putting her on here or whatever. Like, I was like, man, I don't want to, because part of it was like I'm afraid of what it's going to look like if she's taking all this heat and I like talk with her and we're friends, right? And, and, and then and, I was like, that's a shitty thing to do to somebody, Dan. Well, and uh, no, because yeah, yeah well, so then exactly. I was like, then I was like, like, heck yeah, I definitely want her on here. Yeah, give her give her a platform. To like express what happened, yeah. You know, I I wanted to go with you on fucking Friday um, to do it because you were going to go down in the middle of the day, and I was right. like, well, "Fuck, I got to work." Um, because I, I would just like to talk to her again. Like in the times I've interacted with her, all my trainings with her, like she's fucking cool. She's, she's cool so fun to be around. Um, just like a positive person. Well, and having people on social media and right, I love Anthony Deal. I feel like I agree with him politically. Almost all the time, right. and I agree with his sentiments almost all the time. But brother, you were on there calling her a trash human, though, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah. and I. So the piece of me that gets it, kind of like the piece of me that gets with Terry Wader getting on her, is he was defending his athlete, mm-hmm. Anthony Deal and Anthony Furman. To my knowledge, are pretty close. Yes, I think so. They like, are. I get it. You're defending your friend, but like, in a week, <sighs> are you going to regret calling her a trash human over and over and over again? Right. I mean, maybe, maybe he won't. 
and that's that's up to him. That that's cool. Uh, you you do you. Um, but like, eh, I think that was a bit far. Right. I I understand his anger with how how things went down and how it got canceled. But like, especially if it was one of the people who follow her account that that went and did all that crap. Yeah. Then it's like I don't know that you can call her a shitty person for that. So if she exactly. did it, then like. Okay, but maybe it was a mistake. So, so it, yeah, know. and that's the thing is, you know, I don't know if I would, if, yeah, if, if she did it and overstepped without messaging Furman, yeah, that is kind of a trash thing to do. But if, if she's taking heat was, for someone else, reaction yeah, if she's taking if she heat that, that someone else did, like, that's not her fault, right? That she can't control her followers just as, just right. as much as you and I can't control what people who listen to us do. You know, people here overhear stories, you know, right. I should not be held responsible for, excuse me, um, the actions of right. someone else that they heard. Well, um, and, I'm not telling anybody to do anything. And this is, this is kind of the last thing I'll, I'll say on it, um, kind of in defense of her. If she's the one who did it, that was a bad call. She right. needs to like reach out. I don't care if she apologizes publicly. Who gives a shit? She didn't offend people. Right. She, she didn't offend you. Because, like, she said something mean about Anthony. Right. So if there's a place where she needs to apologize, she should reach out to him directly. Right. I, I hate this public apology bullshit. No, if you fucked someone over, you talk to them directly and say, dude, I fucked you over. I'm so sorry. Right. I know I won't be able to make up for this, but I will be a better person in the future. It's totally a publicity stunt when you just post it on, on social media. Yeah, that stupid shit. I, I don't like it. Um, But, uh, so... It, if she was the person who did it and is in the wrong, like from what I'm where I'm sitting, it looks like she probably needs to do some soul searching and, and apologizing. But here's the other piece. It was definitely a knee jerk reaction. That does not excuse it. You can have a knee jerk reaction and like, you know, punch a hole in a drywall. You're still a dumbass for punching a hole in the drywall. Right? right. Right. But if you knew some of the shit, like so, you look like a man did not come. Yeah, about so because- yeah, if you knew Jessica and like the shit, because you, you and I talked before we got on here and we're talking right. about this, and when we thought we were recording, and like if you knew some of the like some the shit the, that she dealt with, like you look yeah. like a man as an account. She didn't just one day think like, I wonder if dudes say weird stuff to girls. Oh, that'd be a fun account idea. No, no, she had been getting these fucking messages for how many years? Right. Because Jessica, she's not like some supermodel looking chick. She is like six foot tall. She looks like she's, if you meet her in person, she she's is, jacked. She looks fucking strong as shit. Yeah. Um, and she, and she is, she's not the, the stereotype of what like, you know, sexy housewife person should look like. Now that being said, everybody's, People who are dickheads are going to apparently let her know about well, that. And yeah. some of the shit that people have said to her, like, I've seen messages where people have, like, threatened to rape her violently and do other you things know, to her. I think she's put these on the, on social media, too. And, and, like, so if you are that person and you've had, I don't know, 10 years of shit like that coming at you. Right. And then you see something that feels like that. That's going to be a really hard knee-jerk reaction to not act on. Right. Doesn't mean you should act on it, but I also get why you might make that mistake. Right. Especially, you know, it's it's one thing if it's like some Joe Schmo, um, no-name strongman doing it. But, right. like, Anthony Furman has a platform, and if she thought he was 
being misogynistic on his platform. Right. Like, she very much is in with within her so, rights to do it because I, Furman has a check mark. And, and I am not defending if she's the one who did right. it, what she did, but I'm just asking for a little bit of understanding of if you had that history and if you were in her situation, right. could you at least be like, ooh, she fucked up. Uh, perspective it really, it really sucks that she perspective that is key. It really sucks that she made that mistake, and it really kind of hurts us all that she made that mistake. But I kind of feel for you a little bit. Like I, I just want people to have like a little bit of that, and I feel like right now there is none of that. She doesn't have her personal account anymore. Like I went to to message her on Instagram when she didn't respond to my texts. Oh, is that and not it up? said it said filthy fifth and fifth and does not exist anymore. And I was like, oof. She may have pulled her down for a little bit. Or, or maybe Instagram banned her for a little bit. She may have. Yeah, like, I, I don't. Yeah, but fucking Instagram. When I, when I looked, you look like a man was still there. And I shot her a message real quick on there. But but again, still radio silence. So, right. Um, it's The wound's still fresh. Yeah, you know? and I figure I'll just give her some time. And, and if right. I never have her on the podcast to discuss it, that's fine. Yeah. I'm happy to have her on the podcast and not talk about it at all. Right, just I would. She is an entertaining as shit guest. She is a fun person to talk to. And, yeah, I would just, like, love to, I want to I wanna pick her brain more about different types of training techniques. Yep. Because and I would love to have Anthony on and talk about the cool shit he has planned for Strongman and not about this shit. I feel right, like he's like, going to talk about this shit plenty over the next week. Right, like I would, I just want to know what he's got cooked up. Yeah, you know, kind of similar to like Cody. Remember, Cody's got some good good shit cooked mm-hmm. up in the world of uh, strength sports. Mm-hmm. Um, in March, which ooh, ooh, can I do something in March? Do a Strongman in March. Well, I won't a, do the meat, I'll coach you. I know, he's he's got a strongman. I think Cody said he's going to have a strongman comp because they're going to be using yeah. the entire arena. Because it'll be Fort Wayne, so Bangma lots will, of, be, will be lots doing of, that. Lots of movement at uh, events. Mm-hmm. Bangma will be probably heading that piece up. He'll probably be heading the powerlifting piece up. She's prepping for something big, too, yeah. isn't she? Yeah, dude. So she's, um, she, she, she's, she's got weird Instagram posts. She's, she's easily like, one of the best lightweights in strongman. Well, and I, because she, her, either her Instagram posts just go under my radar or she hasn't posted in a very long time mm. and i saw something the other day and she was talking about it and i was like cool and then like i saw stuff like two or three days in a row and i'm like okay so she's getting back into posting yeah, so, so she's, maybe she's some, just been working some, in the dark for a while yeah well which is which is what i've done i mean fuck this prep i have had three posts this really? entire prep um and and i mean that shows my mentality and i'm just trying to like keep to myself not talk a lot about what's going on and i just want to keep everything under wraps and focus on what i can focus on and not let external are you training tomorrow or are you off tomorrow um i think i am going to train tomorrow i think i bench tomorrow um cool. it'll be it'll it won't be anything too crazy i'm snatches and overhead press tomorrow. okay yeah um with kettlebells i'm a i'm a little beat up I, I mean my my deadlift so my deadlift today took four hours damn it took me about four hours and you know i i worked i took my time but do you know when you're thinking about training tomorrow I have no idea. Let's let's keep touch tomorrow and kind of see if we can link up and, and train together. I think I'm going to be in Indy for around lunchtime. Good deal. With my kids a little bit. Um, do some Halloween stuff. Yeah, do some Halloween stuff. I man, Are you going to wear a costume? I meant to ask you. We haven't no. even talked about Halloween. So we got to do a little bit of Halloween. I know we're running a little long. <laughs> You're good. As long as we're under two hours, I can still make clips. So it's yeah. okay. Um, the, uh, we'll my, do a part one, part two. My son's... so. 
my daughter has soccer games a lot on weekends mm-hmm. when I have them, right? So we've gone to a shit ton of soccer games. We've gone to a couple baseball games. Some plays baseball and mm-hmm. basketball, kind of depending on the season. Right. And, uh, oh, man, his last baseball game I was so going to go. It was like middle of the week, but I got confused on what day I was sitting in right now. And then I was like, ooh, I got to fucking go. I'll be late, but we'll be there. And then I went to pick Ellen up, and traffic was crazy. So by the time we got there, it would have been, like, gone. So I missed, like, and he really wanted me to go see that game. It was, like, their playoffs game. Oh, damn, that sucks. So I I didn't end up going. So tomorrow it may just be some Chuck E. Cheese's and hangout time with my son because my daughter's got some stuff going on um, just to kind of try to make up for my shitty dad moment. God, you're the worst. Oh, no, I felt so bad. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I didn't know if you guys were going to go trick-or-treating or not. Um you know, you live in a little neighborhood, and I, the only reason I know that the kids were trick-or-treating earlier is because as I was pulling in, there was someone who set up a little tent, uh, and they had their chairs out there giving out candy. My dad's giving out candy tomorrow. See, but the 31st is tomorrow. Oh, but it's a school night, so yeah. a lot of people won't trick-or-treat that night. Yeah. I think yeah. it's stupid when you move the, the celebration because it's on a better... Just go... Get candy and shit on a school night. Who cares? Fuck it. Like, let's candy. I don't remember ever having Halloween not on the 31st when I was a kid. I don't think I did either. Because if we did it on the 30th, it was Devil's Night and we'd have gotten shot. Right. Right. <laughs> or burned at the stake or something. Right. Shit. Well, and I remember, um, yeah, I remember tons of Halloweens, like Thursday night Halloween trick or treating. Like, the fuck. I yeah. remember it was cold as shit. Like, they wouldn't move it and it was like, Fucking snowing. Are people so weak that yeah. you can't trick or treat on a school night nowadays? I think so. That just makes me I, sad. It's, it makes it's me. It's just like people are so weak that if they're offended by something, they don't have the emotional maturity to like just move on with their lives. Right. Yeah. God. No. I. Yeah. You're right. I just. I can't stand that shit. Um. Weak I was bitching people. about that the other day. Someone. Some fucking stupid. Good kid times stuff. make weak people. Weak people make shitty times. Right. Shitty times make hard people. Hard people make good times, and then it continues. Right. That's that's the cycle. I've seen that meme. Well, that's a <laughs> that's a um, that's a that's human though. That's human nature. I mean, think of so how many times have we like been being doing Seven. super well as a society, and then we decide, oh no, we're it's too good, and we fuck it up. Look at the dark ages. Uh, we were at, super successful. Look at right now. Right. Well, I'm aware. <laughs> well, well, yeah, and it's like a 300 year turnaround. It's like there's always like 300 years of prosperity or whatever, and then you like fuck it up, and you I feel fuck like it all the last up in a couple America years. America fucked it up was Carter. And then we kind of got our shit back together for a while. Yeah, but I mean, society as a whole, no. like, completely crashing. Not just, like, a nation or two. Because, yeah, no, here in the U.S., we, we fuck it up every 80 years. <laughs> right. It's like every 80 years, we fuck it up really bad. 40, 80 years, I think. I think that's, like, our... It's kind our of a big spread. I feel like you're just pulling these numbers out. No, 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 no. We, <laughs> we, we have cyclical depressions. Yeah. Um, we, cause we had one, it, we had one. Yeah. We're at about what? Like 40 ish years from Carter. So. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's every 40 years we have a, we have, we have a, we have a, push mo- us into depression. We have a moderate, <laughs> moderate depression. And I think it's every 80 years we have a pretty significant one. Yeah. Um, because that would be, uh, cause 2000 was the bubble. Um, and that 2008 was 2008 with the housing bubble. Yeah. But the, the dot com bubble, dot I think com was, was a little 2000. bit bigger. Um, yeah. and like around that time, cause like 20, when was the great, great depression? 20s right yeah. it wasn't like the mid 20s or something yeah. like that so like 20s and 08 obviously 
Um, and then before that, there was a civil war. We yeah. crashed our. We had like a massive period of um, inflation, deflation, um, and we just fucked it up. It's always around wartime. Yeah, World always War, around World War wartime. II brought it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We always fuck it up because we and overproduce created, and created the income tax. Right. Ugh. God damn it. We Biggest suck. mistake ever. Fucking income tax. You see I, that shit they're trying to pass right now? Which with one? The taxing unrealized investment gains. So, like, if I have stock and it goes up fifty percent, you get taxed on that fifty percent. It went off, went up. Absolutely not. Like you haven't realized the gains yet, so you don't actually have more money in your pocket, and they're taxing you. But then they'll still tax you once you realize the gains too. Yeah. No. Think fuck. Of how many times one dollar gets taxed? It's bullshit. So. Like so, you you earn I have a, you more earn and a dollar. more been thinking about cryptocurrency as my my form of what to do with my investment. Diversify. Um, don't just do that. Shit. I don't trust it though. I don't understand it, and I don't trust what I don't understand. I mean, get a piece of it. I mean, I kind of want to get a piece of it, but I'm afraid piece of, of that. it. Piece there's of so many. Metals. There's so many different ones, and I just don't know anything about it. Indexed funds, and you know. Just no, no, it. I'm talking about uh, cryptocurrency. I know, but you just do that as as one piece of the many pieces. Oh, uh, yeah, but which one? There's so many different cryptocurrencies. Bitcoin and Excalibur are kind of the two big ones. Yeah, but Dogecoin I... Dogecoin is like the Elon Musk said it, so like people are horny about well, it. Well, so like it I, there's a couple a of them supply. that have like super good uh, rates of returns in the short term. So I, I thought about like in, in and out real quick. You just got to realize like any... Co- it, it's a commodity. Right. And commodities are volatile. Well, well, so here's my thing is, and I remember this back in when I first got my phone... Um, I remember like the Best Buy employee telling me, telling my mom, the the age of the it's the information age, and that's where all the money will be made is in people's data. Do you know what Bitcoin is? Mining data. Yeah, they're literally making money of of da- mining our data and our cookies. Like that's what is data. That what Bitcoin that's change? what data is that mining is. is. That's what data mining is. Is they're mining data of people's. Whatever internet, I am not sure you're correct. On I this. think that's what it is, and I, I mean I'm not. It's it's fucking decrypting blockchain is what it's. Is that what it is? Yeah, I thought it was. I don't know a million. We're both probably completely right. Wrong. Right, fuck. We're but she is right. If you look at uh, how advertisements pop onto your phone, right, they're, they're like, mining your data. Facebook's right. been caught selling all your shit. Like, right, like it's Google's been caught selling all your. Like shit. it would not surprise me that. People are getting very wealthy off of... Let's make a search engine that everybody has and wants, and we just steal their data. Right. Let's, let's Google, do that. Like Google. But, like, let's call it, like... Lugal? You don't get it? I feel like we shouldn't go Moogle. Lugal? No. You remember Hot Tub Time Machine? <laughs> Lugal and Motley Lou? That's amazing. I just pulled that out of my ass. I can't remember. That's I remember that. That's a very obscure movie reference. Have you seen all the memes about um, Facebook Meta, dude? They're like Facebook Beta. Facebook, like, like, so here's the thing. Bob and Tom has they parodied of it, and and the, at the very end, it's like. But we're making all this money because we're mining your data, and you're still fucking talking about it, right? Like. Regardless of how successful it is, people are talking about it because they think it's annoying. You know what my favorite like, thing about their rebranding is? It's see, is is if you translate me, debate, Hebrew. Yeah, it's um, it was it's Facebook uh, died d- died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think I caught part of him talking about what it means or like what his plans are for Facebook, and it it, it means he 
wants you to not associate it with the thing that repressed a bunch of information and, and fucks you right. over and steals right. your data. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I don't I don't want I don't like Facebook. That's kinda why anyone does rebranding is to like help you forget that they were shitty. Right. Yeah, I I'm not a big Facebook one. I wanted to get the uh because you're not 47. Right. Well, I wanted to get... The, there's one that's um, less regulated. Oh. Po- uh, I want to say Pokey, but it's... MeWe not. is one of them. There's uh, another one. Parlor, Parlor. Is, is the the Twitter. That's the, Is that Twitter? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't fucking do Twitter anyway. Um, Twitter's oof, stupid. Twitter is the cesspool. It is, yeah. Well, that's the... So the shit that was happening with... Uh, Jessica and Anthony Furman was shit I would expect on like Twitter. Yes, that is some that's Twitter some level Twitter shit. bullshit yeah. pettiness. Like Instagram is not the platform where you're bitching like that normally. But yeah, yeah that's like the pettiness I, I expect on Twitter, which is why I don't get on Twitter. Yeah, I fucking hate Twitter. I hate social media in general, though. Oh, we got to do this real quick. Overrated, underrated. All right, I want you to come up with one. Shit, I feel like I, we need to prep these ahead of time. It's right. Like, ooh, Off the, ooh, ooh, no, because Hall- Halloween version. Okay, all right. Preston, overrated or underrated candy corn? Oh, overrated. I do not like you. You think candy corn's great? Why do you think it's not great? Wait, it depends on which one. Is it like the original? I, I don't care. Pick one. I, I just don't like how it tastes. Okay. Okay, that's fair. That is, it's, it's got a weird taste and weird so, t- consistency to so me. So do you think it's like... So one of the things... It's too chalky. One of the things that the Massonomics guys stipulate in their rules Mm -hmm. is that realize this is overrated underrated not do i like it or do i not like it okay overrated in that paradigm it's still overrated yep perfect fair like no i i truly think it is i think there are a lot of people who are like diehard candy corn people and i think it's way overrated i think a vast majority of the yeah, I think there's more think, people that... Do you that, think seasonal delicacies in general are overrated then? Yes. Apple pie is good all the time. Pumpkin pie is good all the fucking time. You ever had... You ever had... Um, this is this is one festivity food that I think is super underrated. What? Have you ever had their, like, taffy peppermints around Christmas time? It's like, yeah. It's like red and white, red and white, red and white, and then in the middle there's a little Christmas tree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most underrated holiday food item ever. I don't know about that. Stuffing is another hol- like stereotypically holiday food, right? Like you eat that cr- or Thanksgiving, it's just like Christmas. squishy croutons. My parents eat stuffing all the time, and I like stuffing. So yeah, it's squishy croutons. What's not to like? Right, croutons are delicious. Yeah, um, I had a good overrated, underrated one. Is a crouton me. anything more than just stale bread? Um, so Hannah, ma- Hannah and I make croutons all the time. So it's not um, just stale bread. It's not just stale bread. So um, do you we just will, leave bread out all the time and then chop it into cubes? No. So we cut it into cubes and we'll cover it with olive oil, some rosemary. And okay. Some thyme okay. So and, it is more than just stale bread. Maybe a little bit of garlic, depending on what we're doing with it, and we cook it in the oven. We'll either cook it in the oven or we fry it on the pan. We just put it in the pan on the. Oven do you ever with salt uh, pepper? Do you ever eat at Ruby Tuesdays when it was here in town? <sighs> a long time ago, like once or twice. So they had these croutons, bomb ass croutons, because they had they were badass. They were, they were brown. Um, freaking salad bar. Yeah, they, so their croutons were brown and they were crunchy, but they were kind of chewy too. Do you remember this? I don't remember that part. They're amazing. I haven't been to a restaurant chain in I don't know how long. Hannah doesn't like chains, um, but we 
restaurant chains. She's too fancy. Um, so uh, we go to like these bougie ass places. But when are we getting her on the podcast? So we were gonna do it this. So because I sent you a text, she needs to quit her job. So she is like, I got to be on the podcast because I'm f- actually funny, Preston. You're not funny at all. Oh, she's oh, like, she's the shit. So Fuck. yeah, she is pretty funny. She is really funny. Like. God, yeah, we do. Um, I want to get her on the podcast. So next weekend, we are going to Chicago. Okay. We're going to a concert. So she has Saturday, Sunday off. So maybe we can try and get it on there. I, I completely derailed our underrated, overrated. That's okay. So that's that's my bad. So uh, I gave you one. It's your turn. Okay. So overrated, underrated, stretching. Overrated. Overrated. And I think mainly because people do it wrong most of the time. Okay. There we go. I wanted to hear that. Um, I agree. They do it before they do other shit, and then they wonder why they get fucked up and pull muscles. Right, right. Um, yeah. So I do a lot of active warm up. I'm very much an active warm up. Now, obviously, my warm ups now not. are like, um, like my my warm ups are scripted, but I would always be moving a lot more. I feel like dynamic stretching is way more valuable than stretching stretching um yeah and at least for what we're doing yeah especially the it depends on the muscle group obviously um but i am a very i am not a static stretcher i don't do any static stretching except for the hip squats except for the hips (laughs) that i have to the hip one i do to like get my hip to like i think it depends on who you are but i I think if you're gonna do static stretching it's important to at least you know get like a five minute walk or something right i think i think well because i grew up in the Reagan era, with the Reagan era edge, uh, PE classes, sit and so reach. did you sit and reach exactly like the, uh, PE. I would hope the only has stretch that matters is your thing. hamstring. Yeah, <laughs> in a V sit position. God, God, and that the presidential fitness test. Mm-hmm. Like they don't do that anymore. I don't think, at least at my school, everyone um, would fail. I uh, I was the last. I think my my elementary grade was the last one. My sixth grade class was one of the last ones to do it. They don't do it anymore. The last of a dying breed. Well, because kids don't. It makes kids feel uncomfortable that they are un- uncomfortable that they can't accomplish the fitness shit. Ch- Timmy, challenge. I'm sorry you suck at shit. Maybe you should try. Okay, harder. so here's the deal. I failed the f- presidential fitness class. I uh, I'm, I, I've never I never successfully did a pull up. I, I I never could do a pull up. That's what I was just about to say. I could never do a pull up as a kid. I could pump out up fifty. I could pump out pull ups now, too. I can. I am. It is not a good representation of strength. If anything, it lit a fire under my ass to always work out. Right. Because of my peers that I went to school with, I think there is like tests overrated, underrated. Ooh, underrated, underrated. It's even the um, sit and reach. Well, no. Well, even the sit and reach. It. The thing is, is it places a, a significant importance on physical fitness. Yeah, it puts some kind of measurable standard on being able to do shit. Right, cuz you do you do it in the beginning and then you always do it every year mm-hmm. and you check to see if you can progress. And I think it was and we have a huge obesity problem and an inactivity problem with our kids. Right. And we're not putting enough emphasis on why it's important to be physically active. So would you be you would definitely be like a presidential fitness test person but maybe change the test a little bit you think I would, that would be super beneficial i think it would yeah i would use so i would use the technology of today mm-hmm. so obviously like not being able to do a pull-up is pretty goddamn devastating yeah like like or, or the chin up or the, the the holds or whatever well it's funny i wonder like i feel like if you use wonder a, how like, many could you put a band on it i wonder how many adults would fail it. Would fail the classic presidential physical test. Uh significant. All important. of them. Like so many. Um, of them. I couldn't. I don't know if I could do the run. 
Was it a two-mile run in 15 minutes? No, it was a one-mile run. In 15 minutes? I think it was like 12 or something fucking lame. Oh. Yeah, it might be tough. I could do it. Are you I would, serious? I could do it. I could it. go run a mile right now in sub 10. I mean, I could. I would be sucking wind. Yeah. Like breathing through a straw the entire time, but I could do it. <laughs> I could do well, it. Well, yeah, you're like peaking for a pilot to meet. Yeah, like that no. Sucks. Although Chris still got me to do sets of 12 on RDL. Yeah. That Instagram where I did the RDL, I literally just fucking failed. <laughs> like I was like, I'm going down where I'm supposed to stop the weight. The weight's not stopping. It's not stopping. All right, I am done. I cropped the video. There's like two minutes of me just sitting there with the weight, the, ball, <laughs> the band around my hips, gasping for air because I did That's nine funny. reps. I'm fat. Oh, boy! Snap. Sounds like it is time for Mr. Dan to get some man, sleep. Old man Dan's bedtime. I know. I've got to go make some cornbread. You got to get up at four in the morning because that's what you do too. Yeah, I'm gonna make cornbread in the morning. Actually, gross. Well, I told Hannah I'd make some cornbread. Well, I meant, I meant just like the morning. It's gross. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a morning person. I get a lot done in the morning. I will say that it is nice when you get up and be super productive. Yeah, I've been like really fucking busy all day, and I'm stoked how much I got done today. Nice. All right. Don't forget to give us a follow at Meathead Chatter. You go. You do it. At Strongman Dan. At Strongman underscore Dan. Oh, it's Strongman underscore Dan. Asshole. Sorry, I'm just trying to make him follow Following me. some other person. <laughs> At PSAC16. And then also, don't forget to check out our new gym, or our gym's new name. Uh, fearless underscore boot, boot camp. camp underscore barbell. It should be the other way around. Oh, is just, it the other? Is it, it, it? It should be. Oh, I was like, no, it's the I don't it think it is. And, and so the cool thing is they're, they've got some pretty cool gym powerlifting stuff in the works. It's like, I think yeah. they're trying to do a team. Oh yeah, they're supposed to be announcing that at some point. I I don't I'm know curious what all it entails. I don't really. Know. I don't know either. I haven't contacted. Well, they did we con- talk about this in the last podcast? Or was no, I, talking about with I don't think we talked about okay. this yet. I must have been talking with someone else about it. Um, and they haven't reached out to me. Maybe they don't like me anymore. <laughs> well, you play that fucking emo screamo shit at five a.m. Hey, you know what? Matt <laughs> likes it too. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he picked it. He's like. God damn it. The other morning, I was like, Matt, can you change the music? He's like, I'm not supposed to play my music anymore. I said, well, I'm requesting it. He's like, all right, cool, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so he got around it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, definitely. If you want to get, you want to lift heavy, check it out. It some is, awesome opportunities there. Is, if you're in Tippecanoe County, Indiana, it is kind of the only game in town for what we do. And I will say, they've been getting some like squads going in there, like doing yeah, some fun shit. Yeah, um, you know, they had Purdue Barbell in there. What last night? Yeah, they were in there squatting. Um, I really wanted to go, but I, the ego asshole in me wants to go <laughs> in there. But the the like, I have spent so much time and effort in this prep that I'm not going to fuck it up by Dude, doing so a jackass. Five Star Fashion Nutrition, which is a, a company here in town that does mm-hmm, it's supplements. A yep. it, yeah, it's like a GNC yeah. kind of store. Um, they they kind of, as a crew, roll around to the different gyms and get workouts in and mm-hmm. do some marketing stuff. So they were lifting there. What was that, last night or the night before? Uh, the night before. The night that night was before. the night you were with Brandon and you hit that deadlift. Yeah. Or you hit that deadlift. Hit that, uh, so my hip. I, I had... I benched on, when did we bench? Like Sunday? Yeah. And then I benched again on Tuesday. I went like 405 for right. a couple sets of five. And uh, Oh, yeah, you were with, living with Justin. Yeah. I hadn't seen Justin in a long time. And then uh, 
And then, like, the next day was that, and I was like, well, I don't want to, like, squat because I don't want to fuck up my squat day. But I was like, the ego in me is like, I want to go there and lift heavy shit around these people so they know what's up. Even though, like, they don't care. They're just right. there lifting and having right. fun. Right, they don't fucking care. So I was like, ah, maybe I'll do some kettlebell pressing. And I, like, I cleaned and pressed the 106s a couple times, and I was like, wow, that feels fucking heavy. And then I went to the 124, and I was I was I couldn't strict press it. I had to like push press it, and I was like, you know what? That's what you get for being a dick, right? And, uh, and most of, well, and most of the time when I go <laughs> and, and I like I want to be a dick, yeah, I end up well, looking like a fucking jackass. And like they're they're nice and 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 cool folks. So I just like talked the shit and like like, right. like hung out with them and stuff and had a good time. I was like, God, that's fucking high schooler, and me still exists sometimes. Yeah, and it it I don't think it's ever going to go away. <laughs> God All right, man. Damn. Let's bring this thing in for a landing. Uh, definitely check us out on the socials. Um, Don't forget to l- let, leave us a like. Let us know what you think about like the whole uh, strongman drama. Definitely. Shoot us follow. a message. Shoot us a message. Comment below or whatever. I don't know if we can. No, there's no comments on. Is there shit. a comment section? No, we haven't. We haven't. If there we is, we haven't, haven't started responded. recording. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll eventually we'll put put these on YouTube and record. Yeah, us. so we at, should probably get some. after episode twenty is kind of in yeah. my brain timeline where I'm oh like, shit we should, we're almost there. Yeah, three more episodes. Are you wanting to? Uh, maybe we'll. Uh, I'll Skype you from London. We may do a Skype. Because no. that would be episode twenty. I don't want to be up that late, and I don't want you fucking up your sleep to talk to me. So, well, it'd be Sunday. I don't compete on Sunday. That's the awards day. Mm. I'd be busy. Never we'll, mind. We'll talk. We'll, we'll talk. Fi- we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, there's definitely things like ZenCaster mm-hmm. uh, where I could just be screen recording, and it's it's good to go. I just plug my phone in here, and then use ZenCaster through my phone, and then it'll record my phone screen. Good deal. Um, so we'll figure yeah, it out. We'll figure it out. We'll mess with it. Um, we will holler at you guys later.